Welcome. I am a small, fuzzy, middle-aged woman, unexpectedly named Turl Kronberg. And in the very front of my brain, I have an exceptional little bit that I call the wise turtle. She is the most thoughtful, observant, and compassionate part of me. And this podcast is her platform for speaking to the world. Her aim is to try to understand the patterns of growth in the universe and use those discoveries to help us all uncover the most important, inspiring story of who we are and where we want to go as Earthlings. I hope that you enjoy her musings. Namaste. Eventually, in life, whether you start out this way or it takes a long time to get there, you are going to need to take a stand, to make a statement, to have something to say about something. Now, maybe you're trying to avoid politics. And that's fine. So like I said, if you don't start out that way, that's good. But you're going to end up there at some point. You're going to end up saying to yourself, what is important to me? What do I care about enough to do something about? Why am I here? What is my purpose in the grander scheme of society, of life on earth, of the universe? Now, maybe you spent a long time working on some skill, working to become a professional at some valuable process, art, craft, that allows you to do something really well, allows you to either express yourself really well in a way that feels effective to you, or allows you to help someone else in a certain way, um, that allows you to create something that works really well, uh, you know, a product, a service, something like that. Now, maybe you spent a long time doing that and you really like to focus on that and it, and it makes you feel good about yourself and about your life and your position in the world. But then what? What comes after that? You know, you've become an expert in whatever this is. You're really good at it. You're, you're praised for your skill and your talent and your abilities and however the world feels that you attained them, whether it's more genetic or more environmental or more a product of your your 
will and your power and your ability to persevere through challenges or just uh, luck of the draw and, and your interest in the subject itself or the process itself and learning it and just being lucky to have found the resources uh, that you needed to actually pursue your interest. So regardless of how you got there, you got there and maybe you're successful or maybe not. Maybe you're just starting out and you don't even know what you want to do yet. Maybe you don't even have any skills yet uh, and you want to use, you want to learn things only if it applies to doing something important uh, and serving some larger purpose in society. So either way you get there, eventually you're going to want to make a statement. You're going to take a stand, going to find a greater value, a morality that you want to promote or defend or whatever term you want to use. So this is for you. This is for you to decide what your morals are. Now I'm going to go into a little bit of background of the science of morality as far as I see it. Uh, and then I'll describe how you can use that science uh, to make better choices, possibly, that serve your purposes better. Okay, so as I see it, morality is generated by the laws of physics, which some also call God or nature or the grand plan of the universe, whatever term you want to use. Uh, this is the, the sort of generating power that creates everything, the creative force. Um, I call it entropy, personally. I like that term. Um, and it's a f process, as I see it, that generates all possible uh, fractal realities. So every possible combination of matter and energy, of fluctuations of waves and and particles um, ends up being generated um, and it's a process that I believe looks a bit like a Galton board or Pascal's triangle where you start with uh, a unified state and then you can either go one direction or the other um, and then you get to two possible states and then you can go in either one direction or the other from those two possible states. And you can, for example, you can go, uh, you can be a particle and then a wave, or you can be a wave and then a particle. And because of the principle of commutation, uh, those two things are kind of the same. Um, they're not, but they end up in the same place in a certain way. Uh, so, well, like if you go left around the block and then right around the block, it'll, you'll be in the same location as if you've gone right around the block, but left around the block, and then left around the block. But you'll have had different experiences. You end up in the same place, but you've had different experiences getting there. Um, so that's kind of how this works. So reality, as far as I see it, it generates all of the different possible, what they call microstates, which are all of the different possible combinations of matter and energy given a certain 
time period that you know the universe has gone through a certain number of of uh, steps, a certain number of you know uh, moves like in a game you know you've been able to move once gone left once or right once and then there twice is you can go left 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 right uh or right right or right left so there's a you know four possible microstates after two stages and so this this keeps going um and so the universe generates all these possible paths through the universe and so what we see in reality all of the quote things we see in reality are those different things that get generated so uh, the tripod that I'm looking at uh, took you know a certain number of uh, lefts instead of my body or the plant the plant on the window uh, took some different directions they went it went right 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 instead of left 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 and ended up being a living thing or whatever so anyway so each individual human of course has a different pattern has gone through a different path through life uh, through the universe and so each of us has ended up with our own behavior our own ideas um, our own experiences generated by our genes and our environment, aka memes, the genes and the memes around us uh, that go into making what we are. Uh, and because the universe generates all possible things on average, overall, uh, there's a bell curve. There's sort of a bell curve of probability of these, quote, microstates, which are the individuals. Uh, the microstates are, you know, the individual things in the universe. So there's this bell curve, and it's uh, the most common one we hear about when we talk about the bell curve in reality is that uh, the height of humans. So on one extreme, there are very few humans who are extremely short or at the extreme short end of the possibilities for height of humans. Um, and then on the other extreme, there are a very few number of the most extreme tall humans out there. And then most of us are in the middle uh, with the average number, the average height being the most popular so it's the bell curve there's a there's a the peak in the average middle where the average height is the most popular the most numerous uh, number of individuals of number of humans who are at that height and then as we go towards the extremes it gets lower and lower and lower in the sort of long tail as they say of each extreme um, well, the same thing is true with morality. The same thing is true for our behaviors of what we believe and what we should and shouldn't do or what we will and won't do. The extremes of I would never do that or I will always do that. This is what politics is. This is where we find our different groups. Um, 
And we can divide up these groups in any number of ways. There is, there's no reason why we only have to have two. <laughs> because humanity, just alone with humanity, let alone adding in the other species, uh, which might eventually include computers, artificial intelligence, um, and certainly can include some other species of living animals that we already have, such as cats and dogs and crows and all of these other social animals who have collective societies that have, you know, at least some kind of unspoken rules uh, that they they operate by and that they can be violated according to the mainstream average beliefs about what should and shouldn't happen and how individuals should and shouldn't behave. Um, so yeah, we can divide this up into any number of categories. Uh, the fact that we have right, left, and center um, is just a, a very simplified approach, um, or just even right and left without the center as an extra simplified approach. Um, of course, there are many, many different ways of being, quote, right or left, um, because you know, different kinds of different kinds of policies, different kind of uh, behaviors, um, you know, aren't don't fit into the very simple categories of that we typically see in right and left. But what I do see is that each of the different kinds of belief systems does fall into two different categories. Uh, so we can have each of these be a different dimension if we want to. Um, and those two different categories are basically preserving the things of the past that we have and looking for ways to take good care of the things that are here already, that we love, that we find precious, that we find valuable, uh, whether they're persons, places, or things, animal, vegetable, mineral, anything. Um, there's the there's the tendency to want to preserve those uh, and take good care of them. And then on the other side is the the goal of creating new things, of generating novel things, novelty seeking, um, finding new solutions, creating new approaches, creating new individuals, technology, um, that sort of thing. So both of these are, are directions that we can tend to prefer. Of course, obviously, both of these are important. Neither of these are bad things. These are all both incredibly useful, good things that we want in the world. We both want to take care of the things that are here, and we want to have some new things sometimes too. Um, Sometimes we do want to take apart the old things that aren't as useful and take the best parts of them and create new things with them that might be more useful. So both sides have a valuable approach, which means that both of them are great. We can choose either one of them. So whatever you choose will be a good choice. So we're going to start with that. Then we're going to say that within this larger spectrum of options, because like I said, everything is not just 
uh, left or right or, you know, preserving the past or creating a new future. Um, but there's a complex mess of stuff in between that um, each individual situation, each individual setting with in different kinds of individuals and different temporary goals and, you know, resources available will require a different, uh, a different approach, you know, to be the most effective. And because we're complex beings, we're going to, you know, choose different things in different situations. Uh, we're going to see different solutions. Um, so since both are good, that's, that's great that, that we know that either choice that we make, the direction that we aim, whether it's taking care of the things that are here or creating new things, um, we're, we're good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. Um, not perfect. Nothing is perfect because as I said, things are complex. Um, so how we end up choosing if we're going by this whole laws of physics, uh, randomness, bell curve kind of approach of understanding that the universe generates all possible patterns, all possible directions that it goes over time and space, somewhere, somewhen, um, that means that your choice is random. Where you draw the line between yes, I'm going to do this, and no, I'm not going to do this, or yes, this is a good decision, and no, this is not a good decision. Uh, your morality, your politics is random. Probably. <laughs> and that means that you're probably going to be in the middle, the average middle of things where you draw the line that, you know, sometimes you will do things and sometimes you won't do them. The same thing. Uh, because sometimes it'll feel appropriate and sometimes it won't. Sometimes it'll serve your goals and sometimes it won't. Sometimes you will want to preserve what you have, the things that are valuable. And sometimes you will say, mm, it's okay if I lose that or if we break that or whatever. Um, we're going to try something new. We're going to, you know, make a new friend and let that old one go. Or we're going to, uh, try a new recipe and, stop making the old one or just not have it today um, so you're probably going to be in the middle politically when it comes to making decisions and policies you are most likely going to say sometimes this is okay and sometimes this is not okay right and that's just the center that's the mainstream center of all of life when it comes to making decisions about what we do and what we don't do, our behaviors, our morality, our politics. Pretty much everyone is in the center. But we talk about politics in these extreme ways, saying that, you know, calling people in, you know, in a certain category of extremes. And there are extremes. Obviously, there are some extremes of individuals who almost always choose to do something and there are extremes of almost always choosing not to do something 
They're almost always individuals who are very conservative and are very protective of what they love. And they will almost always choose to protect those things, those persons, places, or things. Um, and will, you know, go to almost any lengths to do so. And there are a few on the other extreme end of always choosing to let go of the old things or even let them be destroyed and create new things. They're, you know, they almost always choose the novelty-seeking approach of, of finding a new solution, creating something new, uh, looking for the, the new whatever <laughs> in any situation. But most everyone is in the middle. Most everyone says, you know, sometimes we're going to protect what we have and preserve the good things we have, and then sometimes we're going to look for new things. So, you're probably average. You're probably politically standing up for the middle ground of being able to make a choice of when you protect things that you have and when you want to try new things. So that's probably your politics <laughs> right there. But I'm going to give you a little tip, which is that if entropy is what I'm saying it is, and it's this random process of always generating new of all of the possible microstates that could happen, all the possible individual things can that can be generated do get generated. If that's true, somewhere, someone in the universe, um, not all at once, obviously, um, but if this is true, then there's a little funny little mathematical thing that happens, which is that the uh, well, we start off at the beginning with the most conservative stuff, uh, with most of the universe being on the preserving the past, preserving what exists, because that was what existed <laughs> back then. It's kind of hard for me to describe. Uh, I'm a visual thinker, so this is kind of this funny process of describing something visually in my mind. But um, but as the future gets generated, there are more and more options. There are more and more microstates being generated, possible states uh, come into reality. Uh, so, you know, millions of years ago, there were only planets uh, and stars and maybe some asteroids and gas clouds. Uh, but now there is life. Now there are trees and um, cherry bushes, <laughs> cherry plants, and, and worms, and humans, and cats, and dogs, and porcupines, and all of these different weird combinations of matter and energy. Um, and technology, and you know, computers, and calculators, and watches, uh, headphones, and microphones, and all of these just wildly different things. So, part of this process is this generation of novel things. I heard that term, novel. That means that the extreme approach of always seeking something novel slowly becomes the norm. 
becomes the average. Uh, so if I, if like 99 times out of 100, I choose the novel thing, I choose the new option, I choose to go explore some new place or uh, create some new approach to something. Um, eventually, over time, that becomes the norm. And then the more extreme becomes the new norm. And the more extreme would be 99, uh, 999 out of a thousand times we choose the new thing, the new approach. Um, that's because the middle part, the middling part, which is the average, um, has more options in it which are novel things, like I said, the novelty. Um, so, now my math may be wrong on this, so don't totally take this literally here. Um, but basically the idea is it's, uh, the universe is kind of fractal, that every time we generate new options, um, it creates more of this Diverse, diverse stuff in the middle. These more like average stuff, which is uh, more of this and more of that. Um, so it's more complex, uh, which is novel, right? The, the more complex things, the, the more messy, random, weird, interesting things in the middle are the novel things. So novelty tends to become uh, the most popular thing, novelty seeking, except that it's the old novelty seeking that becomes the new norm. Um, so for example, uh, rock and roll <laughs> or drug taking, um, it was kind of an extreme thing in the past. You know, it was done rarely. Well, <laughs> it was, Initially, it started out as, as no one was taking any drugs, uh, external drugs, and no one was playing rock and roll. And then a few people started doing it, not at the same time. These are two different time periods, obviously. Um, but then more people started doing either of these things, either taking drugs or doing rock and roll, sometimes at the same time, but... <laughs> People have been, humans have been taking drugs for a lot longer than they've been playing rock and roll. So, um, just, just examples. So, the more individuals did it, the more other individuals saw it and said, sometimes I want to do this. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I want to listen to rock and roll and sometimes I don't. And now maybe I listen to rock and roll or made or actually, you know, created rock and roll music, you know once a year, for example, and then other times a year I did something else. Uh, but then as time went on, I, I might do it more often and more people might do it more often. The same with taking drugs. I mean, nowadays we don't even consider taking coffee as being taking a drug. It is so normative. It is so normal that most I don't necessarily say most humans, but a whole lot of humans take drugs multiple times a day. And that's just counting coffee. 
And then we're going to think of uh, chocolate is also a drug. Um, uh, aspirin is also a drug. Um, what else? Well, they, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. There, there are a whole lot of things that are so normalized that we don't even think of them as being a, a sort of psychoactive drug. But they are. Um, aspirin's not quite as psychoactive, but it is a drug. Um, it's more of a physioactive drug. Um, so on average, the more extreme things become more normative. They become, well, average. Uh, listening to rock and roll is very average. <laughs> it is very mainstream now. Uh, making music that is rock and roll is, is very average. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's an extreme thing, but in the, in the past it was, it was an extreme thing to do. So here's the tip about if you want your politics, if you want your morality to be as future positive as to become more normal in the future. So basically your camp wins. <laughs> this is a competitive terminology of you want to be on the righteous side of morality, if that's your goal, um, which maybe it is, and maybe it isn't, um, then you would want to choose the thing that is more extreme on the uh, positive uh, um, diversity novelty seeking side, um, as opposed to preserving things in the past. Now, again, you you're probably average and you're probably going to sometimes select the things in the past and sometimes select uh, novel things. So, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. But if if you do have a choice and you're not sure which direction to go and you want to be on, quote, the winning side, or at least the side that becomes more popular in the future, then go for the more diverse uh, extreme side where you're seeking something novel. You're doing something new. That's it. That's that's the tip. <laughs> um, but again, it doesn't matter. It's random. What you do is random, and that means most of what you do will be sometimes preserving the past and sometimes generating something novel, sometimes being conservative, sometimes being liberal in all of the different dimensions. So whatever you do, you're doing what the universe needs you to do. Because all of these possible paths, all of these possible futures need to get generated, from what I can tell. So you're good. But if you want to, if you want a little, uh, I told you so kind of thing or something, then, then go with the novelty, diversity, weirdness, extreme, um, if you want. Okay? I hope that helps. If you'd like to get in touch with me, comment whatever, ask questions. Um, you can reach me on my email, which is thewiseturtle at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter, which I am on fairly regularly now, um, under thewiseturtle. So it's at thewiseturtle, all one squished up word. Um, or under my name, Turl, T-U-R-I-L, Cronberg, C-R-O-N-B-U-R-G. Uh, that's my real name. And you can find me on Reddit under Turl, user Turl, T-U-R-I-L. And finally, you can um, find my blog, which is where this podcast is hosted, at Turl, T-U-R-I-L dot org. Uh, 
um, and I'd love to hear from you. And this is a, a, a note to a special birthday podcast for my friend Peter Draws. So please check out Peter Draws um, on many places, uh, especially on Twitch and YouTube. Um, so if you just type in Peter Draws, D-R-A-W-S, um, uh, into Google, you can probably find his website and his YouTube site and all kinds of places. Twitch, he streams on Twitch. Um, he's a beautiful artist, and I thought I'd make this as a little birthday gift to him. So uh, happy birthday, Peter. You're probably not listening, but <laughs> happy birthday anyway. And uh, as a gift, uh, other people may go check you out. Uh, it's a gift from me. So anyway, um, I'll leave you with that and hope you are comfortable with whatever your your chosen random line you draw between what you will and you won't do and what you think you should and shouldn't do is and feel happy about that and know that it's good it's all good but that if you really want to push yourself and try to be the most future-oriented uh, type possible then you can go with the novelty seeking creating something new generating a new option approach but regardless of what you do I wish you well and namaste.